everyone. Welcome to Chit Chat Connoisseur, a Hey Alicia podcast. You can subscribe and listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor FM. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Chit Chat Connoisseur, a Hey Alicia podcast. I am super, super duper excited this week to have uh, one of uh, the, the like best guests and best people um, on the show today, Nefertiti Alexander, uh, who is the digital marketing account executive and content creator with Beyond 15 Communications. Um, I think she's a social media um, you know, kind of guru in a way, a lot of iconic moments on the interweb. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So exciting. You're so welcome. So happy to have you here. We haven't chatted in a while. Um, I think I was on your podcast, right? Like a hot minute ago. Um, Voting season. Oh, was for voting season. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know we talked. Like, I know there was a record. Like, we did lights. There was a mic. Okay, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, it was for the 2020 election. Yeah, <laughs> 2020 election. election. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there are midterms coming up this year, guys, and I usually don't get political on this year podcast. However, there are midterm elections coming up this year, so make sure you vote. Make sure your voters' registration is good, uh, and we can vote. But yeah, but today let's we're gonna get into all things social media and like content creation and kind of like the journey of social media and like digital marketing as a whole. So before we jump right in, I do want to share um, a life hack as we do, my friends. Um, and I think this week, so funny story. I went to get my annual physical. I went like probably like three weeks ago and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to get my physical, um, you know, getting me a read and patrol in like a few months. So I was like, let me go get like checked out things or whatever. When I tell you your girl is vitamin D deficient. Oh no, not in Florida. I was like, not in Florida. I was like vitamin D deficient in the sunshine state. Like it's so cold. the pandemic. Cold so much easier. see but that's what it is because I've never been vitamin d deficient in my entire life like I've always been fine in that regard so yeah I am vitamin d deficient so I have literally been taking vitamin d like supplements the last few weeks and I have found I'm telling you all it increases your energy like I literally have energy now like during the day and side note vitamin d comes from like the sun mostly (laughs) like and if you don't have enough of it you can get it's like bone density and like you know all those types of like not fun things um but it's really important to have it because again like you got to take care of yourself and yada 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 so yeah that's my fun (laughs) life hack so y'all make sure your vitamin d is good like go outside and get some sun I know I've been avoiding the general public. That's why. Cause I've been like, it's a panini. People are like raw dogging the air. Like, <laughs> like, like just say, people are gross. <laughs> They're just breathing the air and it's disgusting. So I have been in the house just avoiding people, but I get, I need to start going outside. Like I need to go back outside. <laughs> yes. Go outside, go to the beach, mm-hmm. lay out in the sun and, and, and get your energy back because the can't, not in, not in Florida. That's not in that. Florida. I was like, my one. friend, go, I told my friend I was going and she's like, she lives in Jersey and she's like, oh, um, 
she'd like make sure like when you go that um like your vitamin d and they check all that out and she was like because up in the northern states we typically have deficiency issues and i was like yeah yeah but i was like honestly i'm in florida so like i think that'll be fine i've never had that issue before and when my results came back i was like oh <laughs> you thought <laughs> i thought and I thought wrong. but anyway that's my life hack guys make sure you get sun and get some vitamin d and like go get a physical check yourself out make sure you're good that's my life hack Oh, so right. yeah. I love it. Yeah. What's yours? We kind of talked about it. Um, I, I just figured out that being organized is the key to success. I have goals in my life and I'm realizing that if I am not organized, I know this sounds so like trite. I know that like people should know this already, but I swear it was like a light bulb yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I am an organized chaos person. I have mm-hmm. lived my life this way and it has mm-hmm. worked up until yesterday okay, <laughs> and i realized that's fair oh man people really need structure and color coding and google sheets and google docs and all these things and i'm just like yep okay i'm going to i'm going to be an organized person i don't know how i'm going to make myself into an organized person overnight because that's that's not me <laughs> <laughs> she's that's like i me. know my strengths <laughs> i know my strengths it's yes. not my ministry it's not my ministry sure. yeah but yeah, yeah. I'm going to make it work because uh, I got goals. I got dreams and stuff. So I need to get it together. So what are ways you're getting organized? Like you said, color coding and just like using a planner. Like what are some ways? I have a planner. I do use a digital planner and I even like do stickers and stuff and make it look cute just to make myself <laughs> feel really responsible. You? I just want to, you know, just to make myself feel like I'm being responsible. I do that. that. Mm-hmm. But the problem is I have to remember to check it. I live on my calendar. <laughs> like that's that's she's like issue. i have it and it's decorated i, it. I just gotta decorated. check it <laughs> i write all the stuff in there and i'm like yes and i'm like i think i have something on saturday and then i don't think to open up my planner and be like i have something you know i never yeah, yeah so i live off my calendar my iCal is my best friend and yes. i just put everything on there whatever appointment whatever event it doesn't matter if it's a friendship event friend getting you know out, outing or whatever everything yes. goes on my calendar um, at work, I'm hyper organized because it's work, but, sure. um, I have systems and stuff in place. So now I just talked to someone, another social media manager person that I work with. And she was like, Asana, <laughs> she was like, you're going to have oh, to use yeah, the project, uh, management app. It, it was, <laughs> it, it was my saving when I was full-time entrepreneuring with Brooklyn social, that was my main like bread and butter asana was everything Mm. and all of the projects were there and all of the people would just have access to asana and they would just go in and update asana so because i'm now i have three different moving parts in my life right now and then on top of that motherhood Mm -hmm. i was like and my child now has you know her own schedule oh she's got a social calendar yeah yeah like she's the talk of the town child yeah yeah yeah. she's got a thing Mm -hmm. she has things to do yeah, so she's got pe- places to, like, to go, people meet. <laughs> I got to keep up with her stuff. I got to keep up sure. with my stuff. And on top of that, all the moving parts of my stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to project manage my life. Mm, there you <laughs> go. Asana. And mm-hmm. it's going to be, people really think you have your life together when you have things color-coded. I really think that, like, <laughs> they really think, like, wow, this is great. Like, when you send out the bullet-pointed emails and stuff, like, wow, she's, she knows what she's doing that's right I actually it's it's funny that you said that I think I was always I think I try to be an organized person but there it definitely parts in life and stages in life where huh you are organized 
I mean, I try, I try, but there have definitely been phases in life where I have not been like organized, like you're kind of like all over the place with stuff. But I will say that in the process of wedding planning, I have literally been like that, that, that like I'm taught, I'm like, I've got shared drives, we've got folders, we've got documents, we've got, you know, if we're using Canva to create something, we've got folders in Canva. Like I, I have Mark, been so yeah. detailed and organized because let me tell you something, it gets away from you easy if you're not. And especially with work, like even like you said, color coding, it's so funny, like color coding, like your um uh, calendar appointments, like even so you like, even that visual, like a quick look helps you to like, kind of align your yep. day and like know what you're going to be doing. So yeah, no, get, get organized y'all use a sauna. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have any sort of like discount code for them, but child, go in there, get into Air a table, sauna, sauna, Trello, Google Drive, Monday. Google, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, oh, Monday. What's it called? Monday? Monday.com. Monday.com. I have heard of that one too. Yes. Yeah. All okay. of them. They're all there for your loving pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> Love that. Organizing pleasure. Well, let's get into it. So you are not only the digital marketing account executive and content creator with beyond 15 communications you are also the ceo of brooklyn social Mm -hmm. so just kind of tell the folks tell the peeps how you've um you know kind of you know in life we don't always start off doing what we're currently doing now so how did you kind of get into this space and a little bit more about your background and why you're even in this social media content creation digital world um so i started um my love of this in college, Facebook mm-hmm. started when I started college, uh, when we started college. And I basically, you know, liked being online and, and being in people's business. Cause that was like <laughs> Facebook is. <laughs> you remember when Facebook, it was only like, you had to have a college you email account have a college email. to be, so to be on Facebook. Those who? were simpler times. You could see what people was doing. You could see whose party was lit. What, you know, it was lit. That's it was right. great. It shaped my college experience in a way that I don't think anything before would have. And I mean, granted, we did go through Facebook and that phase before, you know, it's before this, what what, what internet is now. Meta. Instagram. Mm. We didn't have Meta. We didn't have Twitter. Thank Mm -hmm. you, God. We didn't have TikTok. Thank God. So no (laughs) one was able to really document a lot of our embarrassing moments in college. Shenanigans. Yeah. Thank you, God. But. Mm-hmm. I was in, I was intrigued with it from the beginning. And as you remember in college, I used Facebook a lot to promote events. Yes. I worked a lot. Um, I worked with a lot of different organizations and in those organizations, my job was to promote the events that we were, we were having. And I did a lot of party throwing because I was a party hardy girl. And um, I noticed that social media was a really good tool to get the word out there. People were on it the most people spent a lot of their free time on it. And it just seemed like the best thing to do. It, at the time, it didn't seem like a career sure. until Kim Kardashian became Kim Kardashian. That's right. And I'm dead ass. Like Kim Kardashian came out and started to make a career from her social media presence. And I was like, so all I need is a camera and business savvy. And I could just like be a millionaire. That's right. That's right. Uh, and a sex tape. I mean, and a sex tape. It would <laughs> really be honest. <laughs> it really helped that my dad is Robert Kardashian. Really helped that I was like, you know, like racially ambiguous and it would really help that big butt and really help all the other things. But <laughs> however, the mm-hmm. surface level, I was sure. like, this is really good. So I um out of college, I left and then I went and I started as I was majoring in public relations. So I was learning the basics mm-hmm. of marketing, I was learning the basics of promoting through my major. 
then I moved into, um, so then I moved into the realm of account executive, like for a newspaper. That's right. And Mm -hmm. I worked for Palm Beach Post as an account executive, but I was a sales rep. Um, But because newspapers at the time were not, they just weren't, they weren't moving in into the digital realm fast enough. Mm-hmm. And this is right when business pages became a thing on Facebook. And this was, I think, 2014. Mm-hmm. Oof, taking it back. And business owners were trying so hard to get themselves onto Facebook. They were trying so hard to get themselves out there. And so my whole thing was, well, I can help you because I've been doing this for a while now. Sure. And so my job, my job description shifted while I was selling ads, ad space on newspapers. And my job description became you know, manager of the Facebook page. They didn't really understand what to call it at the time. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I did. And it was the best thing for me. So I learned a lot about that. I learned a lot about analytics. I learned a lot about keywords. I learned a lot about search engine optimization. Um, Google became a thing. Google, you know, analytics, Google SEO and all those things all became prevalent to social media. So that was my journey. And then one day I said, I can do this for other people. I can do this freelance for other people. And I started freelancing, helping different business owners and individuals kind of show up online and show up correctly online. And Mm -hmm. then it just grew from there. I mean, my journey is not linear in any way. I became a teacher. I've done all sorts of other amazing careers, but my home is always marketing. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of where it ended up that's how I ended up here. Which is amazing. And I think Mm -hmm. it's funny that you talked about like your, like seeing the evolution of social media. So as you know, Nefertiti said earlier, I mean, we, excuse me, were in college. I mean, we were the first crew of people that started off in social media. If you think about it, like millennials, but like, and I'm not talking millennials, like everybody, I'm talking about like eighties, babies, millennials and like early nineties, like, you know, just just to be clear eighties, you know, I love the eighties. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we were kind of the ones that like started off in the MySpace world. And then we start, and then it like, my, I mean, MySpace. And then it was like, you had your MySpace top eight and all these things. And I remember everybody was getting onto MySpace, but then it transitioned into, well, if you have, there's this other thing. And if you have a college email account, you can get a Facebook and Facebook is this other cool thing. But I remember when I first got a Facebook, a friend of mine, he was one of my high school, like BFFs. He went to college a year before I did. And he called me, I was like my first year, right. In college, he called me and he's like, Hey, there's this this thing called that you got to log in, you got to use. And he set up my account for me because I literally was like, I have no idea what's happening. And I remember Facebook was very plain. Like you, you put a default picture and that was it. You didn't have like photo albums. You didn't have statuses. You remember it was literally just posts. And it said like Nefertiti is like, that was like the beginning of the, the, the post and then, or Alicia is, and you had to add something onto there. So it's, um, it's funny you talk about like the evolution and what it's become like Instagram and you're seeing so many celebrities and people who have made money and people who are successful have really utilized just social media. Some people don't have any talent for crying out loud, but because they have such a massive presence on social media, they are millionaires and they've turned it into a successful business or yada, 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 you know? Yep. I believe in my heart, this is where the organization thing comes back. If I was more organized and like more, I think focused on 
the big picture, I probably would be one of those millionaires um, because I remember being on YouTube, going viral on YouTube before being viral was considered viral Yeah, by accident. And I had posted a video for a school project. My very first video went viral. It had over 650,000 views um, on YouTube where mm. I'm playing a prank on a friend as a means to stealth market, which is now called influencer marketing, yeah. <laughs> as a means to stealth market a brand. And I was trying to, you know, put this out here and just do a school project. That's all I was doing. I was trying to do a school project. And sure. the idea behind it was if I post this and tell everybody and start a rumor and say, oh my God, did you see that they threw Yoohoo on, you know, so-and-so? Did you see that? Did you see that? And get like the people buzzing. It becomes a thing. Everybody in my, in my mind, a couple hundred people in my friend group would see it. Mm-hmm. that's that's the thought I had mm-hmm. it goes I forget this is a public platform and everybody <laughs> I mean, mama can see whatever you put on YouTube and the algorithm was like oh we're, and it was it was the most negatively reviewed like the comments were so negative and that was my that was my intro to the comment section and I was just like oh, the comments oh you like people can really, people can react people can you say can things. be racist and like oh yeah no one yeah, knows yeah, yeah. you that's yeah. crazy <laughs> like anonymous hate like oh my god yeah it's rough it's i rough. was blown away so it was crazy but i was intrigued at the same time like sure. what kind of content can i do to continue this realm but what people never ever think about whenever they want to become content creators this is on the content creator side because the management of it is a different story is the amount of work and organization that it takes to maintain your presence online. Tell them again, Nefertiti, so the people can hear you louder in the back, louder for the people in the back. This ain't, <laughs> this ain't for the week. This is not for the play play. This ain't, hmm. this ain't no joke. No, nope. it's a lot of work. This is a job. This is yeah. a full time job. We were talking yeah. about this before we got on air. I can't get a video on TikTok because mm-hmm. <laughs> things are not working. working. Yeah. And so now it's going to take up this many hours for a 30 second to three minute video. It takes hours to create. Yep. And I think a lot of people, oh, I just use my cell phone. It's so nothing. I can do whatever. It don't, it don't take me nothing. Okay, fine. You can do it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You know everything. And I let people just fall on their face on that one because when it comes to becoming a content creator and wanting to become full-time, you really have to, first of all, plan ahead. You have to have an idea bank of a robust idea bank of content in your head and written down somewhere because you will forget. Because as soon as you record, well, I don't know what to say. I, I have an Insta story that I do every morning where I'm supposed, you know, Princess No Name, which I'm sure you've seen. And I sit on the Disney princess um, filter on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And I just talk nonsense. That's pre-planned. That's not me just picking up my phone and randomly deciding to talk nonsense. I write down things to say for my Insta stories. Mm-hmm. That's a pre-planned content. Everything I put on social media is planned. Every sure. single post, every single video, everything has a, has a plan. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail. There you go. Oh, look at you. (laughs) Look at you with the cliches. (laughs) With the sayings and the quotes and things. Mm -hmm. Things. Yeah. 
but yeah, that's, that's my, I mean, that's, that's the biggest lesson I learned with content creation. Now as an entrepreneur and working as a social media manager, um, (laughs) (laughs) so, okay. So now let's talk about Brooklyn social, right? So so Nefertiti, again, we said is the CEO of Brooklyn social. And again, you kind of talked about you know, you realize like, wait a second, I can do this freelance and I can do this for, you know, people I know and I can help other businesses and whatever, whatever. But now let's get into the entrepreneurship journey of it all, because that isn't easy. And it's not, I don't think people realize that like owning your own business, there are, it's not linear and there are a lot of peaks and valleys. And there are a lot of times that you're like, wait a second, I might need a full-time job in between this, or I might need, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's not always easy to do it on your own. And that is okay. Like it's, it's not a failure right. if, if you need to like have a job and then have this on the side until it eventually makes enough money. Like it's just, it's not a failure. It's not a failure. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so Brooklyn social started by accident. <laughs> um, I was volunteering as a social media volunteer for the church that I went to Mm -hmm. and I I was doing you know doing my little picture taking at church that's my job I was Mm -hmm. just getting content for the church and the head of the social media department was like I'm leaving (laughs) oh that's what happened um and she said I want you to take over because I was already managing the, I was helping with a lot of the stuff. And because I already knew about social media, I had prior knowledge, I knew analytics, I knew how to do data, I knew how to do all those things. She knew that I could manage the social media department. Prior to that, I was already managing social media for the marketing department, the marketing company that manages the marketing for the church. Sure. Um, so my very, very first client was the Wiggins agency. Shout out to Don Wiggins. Um, because he, he really sat down. He was in, he was in my chair. It was really what happened. He was sitting in my chair <laughs> and he said, I need you to tell me about social media. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And so I started talking about social media. And if at any time I have to talk about social media, I go in because it's my passion and I'm really good at it. And mm-hmm. I explained to him why it's important. And I also explained to him why it's important to have that in tandem with other marketing, you know, um, strategies. It's not, in, it's not the sole thing that you can use to get successful people a lot of people think oh well i'm just gonna make two tiktoks and i'm gonna be great and i'm like no that's not that's not how, that's this not how any of this works you yeah. need to have a website <laughs> you need to have like yes. ten thousand other things before you even open up a facebook page you know mm-hmm. so i got there and i started doing that and my very first two clients was the wiggins agency and, and a face center and it it blew up from there then after that i ended up taking on the personal brand for um bishop henry fernandez then we went viral. Then we went viral again. Mm-hmm. Then we kept going viral. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is really weird. Um, and it just turned out that I was really good at what I was doing. Because at first, this is my first, you know, my very first time get, doing the gig. I did not have a logo. I didn't have a business name. I didn't have a business account. I didn't have business nothing until three months into being a business owner. Mm-hmm. And I had to start getting paid as a business owner. I was like, I this this I have to do something. A lot of times when people start businesses, they want to do the swag first. So they want to have the logos and they want to have all the things and they want to have the business accounts and they want to get all the things and they get the LLC and so that they can say they're an entrepreneur on Facebook and they're like, look guys, I started a business, but you ain't selling nothing yet. 
<laughs> mm-hmm. Tell a thing, not a fur, nothing. We don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing yet. And so I realized that a lot of people don't understand that you kind of have to start backwards. You kind of have to build a brand from backwards. If you have mm-hmm. an idea, do not wait for the LLC to do the idea. You don't mm-hmm. need an LLC to sell plates or to sell shoes, shoelaces, glasses, whatever. Just do it. The, the people will come to you just off of the strength of the need of what it is that you're selling because mm-hmm. someone out there needs what you are selling. doesn't matter if 14 other people are doing what you're doing. You are also doing it and they might need it from you too. And mm-hmm. so that was the, the best thing I ever did for myself was have a standing, you know, I have, have a good book of clients before I, before Brooklyn social even was born. I decided on the name just simply because I am from Brooklyn and I'm, it was social media. But I, <laughs> You're like, you know, nothing else there. <laughs> like everyone's like, oh, you need to know the names and the color wheels. And I was like, um, no, <laughs> I don't even do any of that. I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing any of that. So I made the name from that. I, I, you know, I based it off of that information. And then I just, I went off from there and then word of mouth marketing has been probably the number one, the number one source of income for me. However, the number one thing I've learned, and now that I work in an agency as well, I work for other people, clients don't stay forever. Yeah. And just like social media kind of just changes on its own clients change. And so I, I, I found myself without work for months at a time because you know, they've moved in a different direction or their expectations weren't being met or their needs weren't being met or whatever the case may be. They, today was Tuesday. It doesn't matter. Like they mm-hmm. didn't want to work with you and you're not going to keep on a client for the rest of your life. And you have to consistently keep feeding that funnel so that you can keep making that money. And that is a full-time job within itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing also is delegation. Mm-hmm. And being open and, and honest with yourself and knowing that you're not superwoman in the beginning, you will have to be, you have to do everything yourself, but like, especially if you're providing a service, you're going to need to have help. It's, it's, it's really impossible. I'm, I will say to manage multiple full service accounts because social media, a, oh, it's just, you're just posting some things. No, I got to create the post. I got to get the content. I got to sometimes graphic design. I've got to get captions. I've got to find keywords and hashtags. Mm-hmm. I've got to find out the time, the best time to post. Then I've got to engage with the people when they comment. I've got to engage with people when they DM you. All of those things take time. You're going to need a team of people. So I ended up hiring a team of people, you know, three, two, two and a half years into my journey. It's the best decision I ever made. Mm-hmm. It's the best decision because how are you going to run a business? You have to run your business and then you have to still provide the service that you're running the business for or run the business and still have to sell the thing that you're providing. You know what I'm saying? And that's a lot of the things that people forget. Oh, I'm, I'm a business owner. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm fancy, you know, mm-hmm. hashtag yeah. girl boss. And then <laughs> the work. And I'm like, it's <laughs> so nice. Hashtag sheepreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it sounds mm-hmm. so nice. It sounds really, really nice. And so you actually have to do the work. The work. Yeah. And that that's that's where a lot of entrepreneurs fall flat. It's that the work, they don't realize you're going to be pulling hours. Mm-hmm. Real mm-hmm. hours. More hours than you ever do at a nine to five. Your day don't stop at five o'clock. The day stops at nine o'clock the next day. 
I mean, I tell people like I, there have been times in my, like I will say 2020, for example. So like 2019 and 2020, I was pushing out a lot of content 2019 because I was intentionally doing so, but 2020, because we were in the house, bored in the house, in the house bored. And I was like, well, I'm about to, I guess, go outside and take a picture of the outside and, and like, and make it fun and like go on walks with a mask on because that's the new thing. And like, we're going to talk about it. So I kind of started doing that went in a couple of road trips during the pandemic, um, and, you know, documented that and just like little things. But I, now this year or 2021, I was doing a lot of writing and like travel and culture and like local writing and stuff this year. I can't do as much because I have other commitments and I'm also, you know, I got other stuff going on personally, great things, but it's like, mm-hmm. I have a lot of stuff going on and it's like, you, it's not easy to just put, put up a post all the time. And it's not easy to, to like, even with writing. And I tell people with blogging, blogging is great. And I love it. But even when you're blogging about something that means something to you and something that's, you know, personal to your, you know, life or to your experience and specific to your personal journey, it still takes time to sit down and think it out and organize it and write it. And it is a second job. And I tell people that often, like you, it's not just, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I want to start this business and I want to start this company. And you said it perfectly. People get the logo, they get the this, they get the that. And it's like, okay, what are you selling? Like, did you, like, like, and like, what's, or it's not just a product, right? There's services. There's all these other things. What are you doing? Right? Like, are you, right. is that taken care of? Like you want to sell, I don't know. It, it, again, it doesn't have to be a product. It could be a service, but it's like, is that taken care of? Like, are start, start doing it, start pushing it out. And then everything else kind of flows. Right. I didn't start my blog with an LLC. I literally didn't. I just like got a website and a domain. And like, that was the end of it. Like I didn't have that stuff kind of came after when, like you said, I was like, Oh wait, I need to get like paid for stuff. And like, I want, I'm starting to sell teas and shirts and stuff. And like, that's becoming a thing. Like, Oh, okay, wait, hold on. Let me get like a business bank account. Like those are the things that kind of like follow. And I agree with you that we all, you know, I do understand people wanting to get things in order and you, you kind of see other people doing it. But again, if you got to like work on the what before you mm-hmm. focus and on the all the, and the why before you focus on all the other flashy things too, you know, yep. um, in <clears throat> terms of, so something you talked about that we briefly touched on was TikTok, right. Mm-hmm. And Instagram too, because you talked about YouTube and like some of your success from some of your first videos on YouTube, but yeah, TikTok. So we're going to talk about TikTok. So Nefertiti has a great TikTok page. I need everyone to go follow the, it's the plush mommy, isn't it? The plush TikTok? mommy. The plush mommy on TikTok. And she has a super, super great, a lot of great content and great stuff on TikTok. But on TikTok, you go into reviews of different shows and different movies. Mm-hmm. Talk a little about that, a little bit about that. So my TikTok um, has evolved. <laughs> um <laughs> It was me just having fun. I think that's the number one rule for TikTok. I, what I decided to do, I was doing makeup tutorial, not tutorials. Cause I'm not, I'm not, no, <laughs> um, I, I was just doing makeup. Oh my God. I just remember that you used to do makeup stuff I and like, and, and um, hauls, like beauty yeah. hauls. Yeah. Yeah. So I was mm-hmm. doing beauty hauls and makeup in the beginning and it was moving. It was okay. Sure. But, um, let's just keep it a spade. I'm a plus size fashion content creator. And I know that's right being plus size means you have to change your clothes to do these hauls and and I'm fat it's too much work it no, takes a lot that. of work to get dressed <laughs> it was just taking too much energy to just get dressed in the same outfit over and over this is five different ways to style a t-shirt and I'm like huffing and puffing and sweating the, the makeup off 
I was like, look, this is too much. I don't like for a TikTok, bro. And then, TikTok, and then you put the TikTok out and the TikTok get 10 views. Now you huffed and puffed for no reason. For no reason. Yeah. Over it. I was mm-hmm. over it. So I said, nah, bro. So I sat down and I was on my, my, I was in therapy. I'm still in therapy. My therapist was like, you, what do you do? Cause I was stressed. I was doing all this work. Sure. And so she was like, you need to, you need to watch TV. <laughs> you, what do you do for fun to relax? I said, I love I love watching television. Mm -hmm. You have all these streaming services, sit down and watch TV, put an hour and two hours aside of your day to watch television. You know, you have the schedule, you create your own schedule. So watch TV. So I'm looking at HBO and I see um, Harry Potter and I'm like, you know what? (laughs) I want to know what this hype is all about. So I said, (laughs) let me make, and I I go on TikTok. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to watch this Harry Potter. I'm going to record it. And I'm going to record my reactions and you guys can teach me about if I end up becoming a Hufflepuff or whatever, that'll be. <laughs> what house are you? I'm actually a Ravenclaw. Same hashtag <laughs> also. Ravenclaw uh, gang gang. All right. Gang gang. <laughs> gang gang. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause this is what I became. Right. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, it's not going to be me. I'm not going to do any of this, whatever. So I watched Harry Potter and I decided to record myself and my reaction. This isn't new for me. Like anyone who knows me, and watches <laughs> literally, is not by guys by any means. This is not new. For Anybody me. who goes to a movie with me, watches TV with me, I don't shut up. I will. <laughs> I have. I always got a good, quick joke to make about something. I always reference it to another show, whatever. And so there I am talking about these people, and then I looked at all my video footage and I said, "What if I just like just take the joke?" And that be it. And I just slice all the jokes together. And that just be the TikTok. Not once (laughs) did I think this was a thing that people cared about. Not once. First of all, I've never in my life thought I was funny. No, I don't think I'm funny. I mean, I I think think I'm funny. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I think I'm silly. I think I'm just a silly person, but I didn't think I was funny. Mm -hmm. People are on my TikTok bawling, cracking Mm -hmm. up. And I'm just like, I mean, I can keep going. It's fine. (laughs) Whatever. And so I do this and I I said, well, what if I did this to all these movies that you all like and I don't like and I can just react to it because making fun of things I don't like is easy. (laughs) Sure. And I did that. So I, since then, I have done uh, Harry Potter. I have done Twilight. God, that was tough. Twilight. Had, uh, can we, guys? Let's get into Twilight. I'm sorry, oh, Bella. Twilight toxic. fans, don't cancel us. <laughs> but Twilight is the worst one of the worst book series and the worst movie series I have ever like had to dive in into my life. I read Twilight back in the day because everybody remember it was like all the read. So I got. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a bookworm. I got all of the books, and I remember reading it like this is horseshit. Like this is. So bad. I was like, the writing is terrible. The characters are all horrible. This is a terrible book. And then the movies, I said, okay, let me give the movies a shot. Maybe the books weren't the best. No. And then the movies were terrible too. And I was like, I, terrible. I mean, people don't talk. It's not like Harry Potter. Harry Potter has lived. Do you think, in your honest opinion, Twilight has lived on like it's timeless? I don't no. know. So. Exactly. I think Twilight is very much for the time it was for when young adult fiction sure. and it was perfect timing. Everybody was into vampires and love and falling in love tomorrow. And all of that, that, that was very much the time, you know, but (laughs) 
<laughs> you are 119 years old crushing on an 18 year old girl you I know I know you nasty yeah. yeah it was bothersome for so many levels you playing between werewolves and vampires like they're not gonna rip your head off if you if you play like this girl you playing with these men's emotions <laughs> and then she just like oh my god they were so bad and then jacob like oh my god oh my god imprinting on a baby i can't <laughs> If there's one piece, when I tell you, I felt like I wasted my life, that moment, and you should have heard, it was on my TikTok. You will see it in my TikTok. I am screaming at the time. Mm-hmm. I was screaming. I was so upset. Is that how big? Like, I <laughs> uh-huh. could not. I was like, TikTok, what y'all have me watch it? I said, TikTok gonna have to run me my coins. And I got monetized. So I'm thankful for it because I, I was like, I know that's right. That was the worst piece of shit. Twilight <laughs> is really bad. Well, you also terrible. did Avengers. I did. I did because I I'm remember. a Marvel head. I'm a huge Marvel same, fanatic. Same, same, same. Mm-hmm. MCU canon is my is my thing. I watched I've, every stitch. I'm in the middle of Moon Knight right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did do, I decided to, to kind of like clear my, cleanse my palate. Really, I just went and I decided to do MCU canon and it was great. I, um, it it got me a lot of people (laughs) it got a lot of people and every time I do a movie series that people like follow Mm -hmm. um are really obsessed with it every single time I get that fan base it's like the beehive for for the MCU like every fan base (laughs) (laughs) re-navy oh my goodness anytime I review their movies they they feel so strongly about it and they MCU is no joke like I so growing up I was a huge Marvel fan also growing up and Mm -hmm. then I ended up thankfully my fiance is like the biggest comic fan anime video game like that's just his vibe and thankfully because I mean we'll we'll like nerd out and geek out and go to the movies like right when a movie premiere happens for a new Marvel movie. And like, mm-hmm. we're, that's like our thing. And those Marvel videos you did were so funny because so many of the things were like, yes, that's true. Why did that happen? You know I mean? But, but the movies are excellent. The, movies are excellent. the plot holes. I think why I say why I do these movie reviews is mainly because when I watch te- in television, I'm trying to get into Walking Dead. I'm trying to figure out how to like format. Oh, Lord, Jesus. That's, that's so Hold on. Walking Dead is a lot of investment. It's a lot of investment. <laughs> I stopped Pink. after they <laughs> killed off a certain character. I won't say who, because I know you're going to watch, but they killed off a certain character who I was remember. one of my favorite Everybody characters for me. and I have not been able I literally have not been able to watch a show since and they killed that character off years ago and I was like no I'm good like I have not been able to watch it since but it's a great show it's just it's, it's a lot it's that a lot. one's a huge cult classic and everyone's been asking me to do it outside of sure. Lord of the Rings which I just again I'm going to reiterate I will never ever do Lord that of one. the Rings is so good it's the <laughs> I worst I will die on this hill it is so- I watched it already and that thing is I watched it in high school my friends were Lord of the Rings fans and they were like Jesse we gotta go watch it and I'm like no and I did and I fell asleep through every single one of those movies in high school oh, I was like I'm not I'm not going I'm not putting myself through this I know me I know and after Twilight I don't trust you're like we're done here man <laughs> one of them people <laughs> on my audience but no, what I did instead, I want to move into TV shows because I do love watching TV and binging. Sure. Um, but 
yeah i think why i like it is because there's a lot of plot holes Mm -hmm. mcu for instance and how they use people's houses and and cars as baseball bats and you're just like is there insurance that covers this like what am i supposed to say to my insurance company captain america just fell on my windshield like i don't so how do you cover your insurance with that you know what I mean like I I get so upset so I think about that I created like and things have created from it so like I know I want to do a skit with Marvel Insurance Company um where you call in on you call Marvel Insurance Company you tell them about when Dr. Strange (laughs) Dr. Strange created a portal in your kitchen I want to I want to have conversation with these characters like let me ask you a question did you not have any weapons in your arsenal that you could have used so i also here's the thing so on top of being funny right and like this is just content and i think it comes from a place of if you're really enjoying reviewing and talking about these things and it's something that comes naturally then that's going to be easy right Mm -hmm. but i also was thinking too the algorithm so I find that like so I'm starting to see with some content creators that people are posting putting out content that they previously put out similar right type content Mm -hmm. that they put out whether it's like a makeup artist and they're putting out like their their awesome looks and designs and really cool stuff that they've been doing and then they're consistently doing that and they're seeing it they're seeing the views they're seeing the the comments they're seeing all these things and they're seeing a reward on their investment but then what happens it's slowing down and it's like wait but i've been doing the same similar content i'm even upgrading and certain things why is it slowing down? Why am I not getting as many views? What do you say to that? Because I just think it's hard to, even Instagram. That's a big thing with Instagram too, is people are doing the same thing that they were doing before. And then now you're not seeing the same um, engagement. So with everything, everything has journeys and everything ebbs and flows. Nothing is linear. Nothing sure. about life is linear, including sure. the algorithm. Um, the number one thing about content creation and just social media management in general is that you're not, you have to remember to create value. So mm-hmm. the algorithm can't be your focus. It just can't. If you, if you focus on the algorithm, you will lose. Mm-hmm. You have to focus on creating value and valuable, shareable, engaging content. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I can stop for months at a time and come back, the first couple of videos won't get a lot of views because I haven't posted for a while. But sure. once I go back into the swing of things and I get consistent with my content, which is really key, consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, then I know it's going to get, I know, I know it's going to go back to getting the big views and getting the numbers because I am providing a value. I'm providing mm-hmm. a service. I'm providing something that is valuable to my, my audience. A lot of people get caught up in the algorithm and the likes and the shares and all those things. And they're not aware that they need to make sure that whatever they're putting out there is actually in you know is something people want to see um so for the makeup people there's always going to be an audience for the makeup people no matter no matter what i don't care if you've seen 17 red lips this week on a for you page not the red lips your red lip (laughs) will still get the view it doesn't matter like it does as long as you can you can do a red lip every single video and post it every day two times a day for five weeks Mm mm-hmm the video is going to go viral. One of those videos will go viral eventually because it's a video that people want to see. Yeah. I, I, I say that with, especially with fashion, people don't know how to dress themselves. Like, (laughs) no, you're right though, because people want to see how 
other people are styling something or even like, like, oh, wow, I Pinterest have that in my closet is too. Huge. Yeah. Pinterest. Why is Pinterest so huge? That's because right. People need ideas to do things. That's and right. I look at, this is how I look at how I, how I put my content together. What is already being viewed? Mm-hmm. What is already popular? Everyone is like, oh, I don't need to be on TikTok. That's where the teenagers are. No, because no. I'm with these old women twerk and get on bad like not twerk well i've seen a lot of businesses and a lot of medical professionals on tiktok and their videos are like viral like chiropractors on how to like certain things the dentist was doing you know dougie (laughs) there's a dentist (laughs) dentist doing the dougie my girl in his scrubs just get in 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 and i was like that's right. And you a whole dentist. And he's like, I'm not accepting any more patients. Thank you so much for all your support. Off of one TikTok. Off of one TikTok. Yeah, Off because they go TikTok. viral and it, it's successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was not his first TikTok. He was doing TikToks for months, but sure. now people notice. And that's the thing. People get discouraged because they're not getting the views in the first couple months. Mm-hmm. You have to keep trying new things. You can't be afraid to try new things. Sure. You can't be afraid to go out, think outside the box. And you cannot for the love of God, be uncomfortable in front of these cameras because we can mm. see that. It's okay if you're cringy and weird and awkward and stuff like that in the beginning. Practice is what makes you perfect. Yeah. When you first started your podcast, it wasn't like the best podcast in the, you know, the tri-state area at the time. Tri-state, Jesus, we're from Tri-county, Tri-county. Tri-county. <laughs> I knew where you were going with it. I was like, Tri-county. You know what I mean? When I first started doing what I was doing, it surely wasn't good. I was vlogging and I was all over the place, camera shaky lights bad all kinds of mess but now Mm -hmm. you get good you research you do your stuff and you get practice but if you're not creating value you're not going to get anything past this algorithm that's right the algorithm yeah and i think most importantly if anything is just really being yourself and right and not i think sometimes people think well i want to do what this other person is doing and i'm going to do it exactly like they're doing and it's like yeah in some cases that might get you some views and some clicks and some likes but at the end of it people can see right through disingenuous Mm -hmm. behavior and like someone that's being an authentic and like people can see right through that so i think it's important too to truly just be yourself. Um, and I think authenticity is key and I think that everything else will follow. Um, yeah, but I listen, I, you know, I love talking social media. I like talking with you because you know exactly what you're talking about. Number one, um, but number two, you're just good at it and you're good at the things and you're good at engaging with people. And I think you're doing fantastic and I'm so happy for you. And, you know, tell everybody some of your, like, do you have any upcoming projects, any clients that you're working with, any fun stuff, any TikTok videos other than Lord of the Rings, maybe? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Not doing this. (laughs) Maybe. Um, I will be um, coming back in the coming months. Um, I'm gearing up, planning, planning my content out now. I will be coming back with fashion hauls. Um, I will be definitely coming back with plus size fashion hauls because the people need me, child. Um, (laughs) Yeah. they need these reviews on fashion just as much as they need it on movies child because i tell you if mm-hmm. i see another floral print dress come out of these people's stores listen <laughs> you know what's so funny i went i keep seeing these uh like memes and tiktok things about target and how target lately have been like the long like floral like you know why under, do we have to look like we're in the little house of the prairie i don't know i don't know conjuring. but like, there are look- some other great fashion options yeah. out there and I know some of it, it does contribute to fast fashion which fast fashion which I try not to 
partake, you know, but um, there are some other great stuff that's on a floral print. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, you know, listen, Macy's backstage got some great stuff and it's not floral. They've got some nice curvy, curvy options. They have some options, but the the thing is, it's only Macy's and yeah, Mm. I need, I need options. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, I will say, um, there are stores, the, you have to invest. If you're not going to do fast fashion, you have to have the money. You have to, I agree. I agree. And it's money. money. It's, it's not cheap. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. So for right Mm. now, I'm going to have to contribute to fast fashion, but you know, maybe I'll drop a couple pounds, you know, get out here, be sexy, you know what I'm saying? I know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Hey girl. Hey girl. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'll be out here. I will be out here with the rest of y'all fighting the power. But for right now, Fashion Nova is going to have to provide me. <laughs> and you look good and you look good. Like, I'm lying. No I shame. haven't shot from them in forever. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I mean, listen, when you're planning a wedding, you're not shopping. <laughs> you shouldn't be. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I do have, um, I do have my fashion hauls coming back. I do have some of my comedy coming back with skits. Um, and my podcast is coming back also. Thank you, Jesus. It's so social media. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm going to be talking about social media because I got to get, I just, I got to get the people together. I got to right. get the people together. That's and right. Then, You're like an Avenger, like the social uh, media Avenger. <laughs> that's what you, oh my God, that's an idea, a concept, like a social media Avenger. And like your super, your superhero and your power is like, cre- like literally I'm giving make people- literally oh my god no no i'm i'm envisioning this you literally are and you have like a whole bodysuit it's like a whole thing and you're coming out giving people like tips and tricks about social media like saving people oh my god it just came to me i think i think you should make this work i'm just saying you know what i'm gonna i'm because i have a couple friends i could do that with we could just be a team of avengers the marketing like a whole team oh my god this is i'm so excited anyway well everyone listen Go follow Nefertiti on all of the things. Oh. The Plush Mommy. You can follow on Brooklyn Social. Where else do you want people to find you? <laughs> the Plush Mommy on all platforms. Brooklyn underscore social on Instagram. You know, um, brooklyn-social.com for the website. If you want to book your girl, I'm out here. She's Available here. for the people. Mm-hmm. That sounds so cool, don't I? Oh my God. You do. I love that for you. I love that for you. And also y'all make sure if you are listening to this podcast to please give us a great review. Five stars only. If it's less than five stars, I don't want it, but thank you. Um, (laughs) five star. Yeah. Yeah. Go home if it's less than that, but yeah, listen to us on Apple music. If you're not already, uh, Spotify, all of the things, leave us a great review and a rating. We love to hear from you. Definitely follow uh, me, if you're not already, at Hey Alicia Hey. Uh, my website is heyalicia.com, but on pretty much all social media platforms, I'm Hey Alicia Hey. Uh, we also have a Chit Chat Connoisseur Instagram page, so definitely follow that as well. And I have that in my bio. But I love talking to you and love having you on. I'm glad we were able to connect. And everyone, we will chat soon. Bye-bye. Hey. For more information on Chit Chat Connoisseur Podcast, check out heyalicia.com slash podcast. See you soon.